Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today, we're talking about getting back on track after being sick. So today, ladies, we're going to be covering pretty much everything from before you get sick to during your sickness and then after your sickness. And the reason being is is that you need to approach getting sick with a certain frame of mind. And I find the first thing before we get into anything, as per always, is our mindset. And now, ladies, every time I talk about anything, we always talk about steps. We talk about procedures. We talk about like, you know, how to actually implement certain things. But you ladies also have to understand that if your mindset is in the wrong spot, you're never going to be able to hit X, Y, and Z goal because you guys are always so focused on how everything's going to shit. Okay. So this is why we always start with mindset, because if you can change your mind, you will be able to change the actions that follow that. Okay. So if you guys always think that when you get sick, you're off track or like you're, you know, out of momentum or you did terrible or your food was shit or like all these kind of things, There's no way that you're going to be able to bounce back because you're always going to be stuck in the mindset of that everything's going to shit and everything sucks. Okay. So you guys really need to one, work on your mindset. And honestly, the biggest things that I can say with mindset before we get into being sick is that when you're sick and when you're tired, you're going to have a different mindset. And what I mean by that is that, you know, those like little thoughts that you have that are like kind of negative and they kind of just come up whenever and we don't really have control over them. I find that when we're sick and when we're exhausted, like we haven't gotten enough sleep, those get amplified. They get magnified. They get like louder, right? They're way louder. They're like, oh, you suck. You're off track, blah, 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 right? All that kind of stuff. It is up to you to feed the wolf that you want to feed. And what I mean by that is that you have like that negative mindset that kind of comes in and you don't have any control over it. And then you have what you actually want to think. And yes, when those thoughts come in, they suck, but you also don't have to give them power. And so the thoughts that you feed are going to be the thoughts that actually like, you know, produce the results that you want. But if you guys are always like feeding the wolf, that's like, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I feel like shit. Oh, I'm off track because I'm sick. I never can lose weight because of that. Or it's like for some of you guys, when you step on the scale and then you see it goes up like a pound and you're like, it's like the end of the day and you've been eating out and drinking all day. And then you're like, oh, I knew it. I'd be up a pound. It's like, yeah, you're fulfilling your own damn prophecy. You know what I mean? So the same thing goes with when you're sick. And the reason why I say this is because honestly, the amount of times that like ladies like get sick and then they're like, oh, I'm tired. I'm blah, blah, blah. And I use that voice intentionally because honestly, guys, it is complaining. Like it's, it's like, what's the point? It doesn't serve you. So just stop doing it. Okay. That's like the first thing. That's the first thing before we even get into what to do. Okay. Because the thing is, is like, you have to change your mindset, how you approach getting sick. Otherwise it's like, it doesn't really matter what I say after that. Okay. So The first thing is, is that I feel like I'm getting sick. So we're going to start there. So after we realize that our mindset is going to be the number one factor in terms of if we're going to be successful or not, is that's the first thing. The second thing is, is like, okay, so now you're starting to feel sick. You're like, my nose is starting to run. My throat's getting really itchy. For a lot of us, like, you know, it feels like sandpaper right now. My nose is starting to run. Like I can tell that I'm getting sick. Or maybe even before, like maybe you went out for a few drinks, your immune system's way lower and you're like, oh shit, I'm going to get sick now. I can feel it, right? Because that happens a lot too. Honestly, every time I drink, I get sick. It's pretty sad. (laughs) But it literally, it lowers your immune system, right? 
So that being said, basically some things that you want to think about is one, we want to make sure that our mindset's in a good spot. So if you feel like you're getting sick, what should you do in order to help yourself fight a virus, right? That's the way that I look at it. So instead of focusing on trying to lose weight, instead of trying to focus on building muscle, killing yourself in the gym, right? Because working out is also going to be a stressor on the body, ladies. So you have to remember that also. So the way that I look at it is that my focus for the next like four weeks or like three weeks or two weeks or however long I'm sick, hopefully it's not four weeks, is basically going to be around like basically just health, like just making sure that I'm feeling good. So what I do is I shift my mindset from, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. Like sure, I'll stay within calories, but I'm like, how can I get more micronutrients in? Can I drink a V8? Can I drink some water? Can I make sure that I'm drinking tea at night? You know, like ginger or something that's going to also like help. Am I eating protein, carbs, and fats? Am I reducing my sugar intake, right? Am I reducing my processed food intake? Because that's also going to be a thing. I also find too, some of you guys might find the opposite, but I feel like when I get sick, I also eat a lot more food. Like my body craves food a lot. So making sure that I'm also having like some balanced meals, making sure if I do want a snack that I'm having balanced snacks, going for things like fruit instead of chocolate. Because again, as much as like sugar isn't like the worst thing for you, there's still like that whole aspect of where, you know, if you can get some more things with some more nutrients in it, it's probably a better idea. I go for like smoothies as opposed to maybe like, you know, going for things like that I have intolerances to. So like if I have, if I feel like I'm getting sick, I tend to stay away from anything that I'm like intolerant to. So things like I'm intolerant to wheat. Actually, I have a straight up allergy, I guess, technically, but I still eat it. It's not my proudest or my proudest moment, but it is what it is. So like wheat, you know, like sugar, I find alcohol, I find all those things that kind of don't really go amazing in my body. And like my digestive system tends to like get screwed up. Aspartame, like if I drink a diet Coke, I find that like I'm not able to go to the bathroom for a few days. So like things like that, things that I'm intolerant to, I try and like kind of like avoid and I focus on adding more things that are nutrient dense. So things like fruit, veggies, protein, carbs, fats, water, like things like that, electrolytes, right? Things that are going to help support my immune system. That's what I normally focus on. And then I either don't get sick or I do get sick. And so when I do get sick, I have a sickness protocol. And I talked about this in a live and it seemed to hit a lot of people in our community. So I thought I'd talk about it on the podcast, but I have a sickness protocol. Like I actually have the same system that I use every single time I get sick. And every single time, this is exactly what I do because one, it works, but two, it just like, it keeps me on track. So one, I make sure that I get at least like 6,000 steps a day. So I'm still walking around. If you're really exhausted, then obviously you could do less, but I normally get like four to 6,000 steps a day. So that's what I focus on for energy and movement. I also find that it just helps like you know, push everything out of your body. It keeps everything moving, you know, that kind of thing. The other thing that I do is I make sure that I drink at least three liters of water a day. I always have tea at night for the most part, or I have neocitrin. Neocitrin I normally have because it helps me sleep. So when you're sick, guys, you need to sleep because when you sleep, you're going to recover. So the thing is, is that I find if I can get like three or four really good nights of sleep, obviously if you have small kids and stuff, it's a little bit trickier, but so I'll have a neocitrin before bed and I'll just clonk out basically for the entire night. And I'll also allow myself to sleep in a little bit more in the morning if I need to. Okay, so like where some of you guys get mad at like if you are like 20 minutes over, like maybe you get up at six and work out. It's like let yourself sleep till seven. Like if you have to get up and get your kids to school or something like that's fine. But I'm just saying still let yourself sleep in a little bit if you have to. Right. So there's that. So making sure that you're sleeping, making sure that you're moving and then making sure that you're getting water. And then other than that, I focus on micronutrients or still like trying to get protein when I can. So if I have soup, I'll choose a soup that has higher protein in it. I try and find things that have some salt and electrolytes in it. So like a soup, again, is a really great option for that. Lemon water, if I can, lemon and salt water, again, is a really cheap electrolyte fix. Yeah, and basically just like things like that. 
And I don't really expect to hit my calories, but I still normally try and track as best as I can. And I try and just make sure that I'm focusing on like nutrient dense choices. That's pretty much it. And then after I'm done being sick, I'm very aware of the fact that I've been eating low calories for quite a few days. So I'm going to be hungrier or my appetite when it kicks in, it's going to be more ravenous. So I do try and get like carbs, fats, and proteins more frequently in. I do find having like smaller meals afterwards just helps because I'm normally not like starving, but I find that my appetite does like kick up a lot throughout the day. So that's also a good sign. So that's normally something that happens quite frequently. So I'm prepared for it. Then again, when I go to the gym, normally it's stretching and like mobility to start off with. And then maybe like a little bit of cardio. And then after I'm like really feeling better, then I'll start doing weights again, just because I don't really want to like weaken, like, I don't know. I just don't want to like really push myself when I'm still feeling pretty sick. I just want to get better. And then I really just like ease into weights. So the thing is, is like, I have a full protocol. So like when I get sick, I know what I have to do. And I find it helps a lot because then there's no like overwhelmed amounts of like, oh my God, like I didn't eat, like I didn't do anything. And I think a lot of it too is like just expecting and knowing like what happens when you get sick, like what normally happens? Like everyone's kind of like, I don't think they like, it doesn't happen the same every single time because obviously there's different flus and stuff. But realistically, like you kind of know the feeling of like before you get sick, you know when your body's sick and then you know how it feels after you're sick. And so like if you have a protocol like and you know how like you react when you're sick, it's a lot easier to get through instead of just being like, oh, I'm sick and just like not having a single thought about it. And then afterwards trying to get back into momentum and you're like, oh, I did a workout, but my workout sucked. It's like, yeah, but you knew that. You knew that your workout was going to suck because every time you've gotten sick, your workout sucked the first time you went back and like you didn't really want to work out. And like, so the thing is, is like, if you know that ahead of time, I think instead of like thinking that everything has to be perfect all the time and you're thinking of like this big goal of like, say 40, 60, 80 pounds down, you need to start thinking about the process. Like when I get sick, what am I going to do to make sure I'm still showing up when there's a holiday and I accidentally drink too much because my aunt surprises me and comes down and we, you know, go all out sometimes when we're together. What does that look like? Like, what am I going to do after that? Like when you guys start actually thinking about the process, these things that come up are not surprising. Like when you're like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to, you know, drink my water and I'm going to eat based off of a piece of paper and I'm going to work out all the time and things like that. It's awesome. But at the same time, it's like, it doesn't make any sense because the thing is, is like, as soon as you then have a time where you're sick or a time where you're disappointed or a time where you're like, you have an event that doesn't go as per your plan, you're going to feel disappointed because you had an expectation and then you had what you actually did. And so the thing is, is like, if you know that when your aunt comes, you tend to drink a little bit more than normal, then it's like, you should also understand what that looks like or like make a plan around that. You know what I mean? And understand that like, you're still going to see progress and things like that, as opposed to just being like, oh, I have no idea why that happened. Or, oh, I don't know why that's going wrong. Or, oh, like, it's like when you leave things up to chance and circumstance, guys, like, and you're not really like thinking ahead, you've really just got to start like being more aware of like how you act in certain situations. And I know like sometimes we don't want to act like, no, like I don't love the fact that like, you know, if I go out and I have like four drinks, I'm going to like drink a whole bunch more. I will. I know that. Do I love that about myself? No. Does that change anything though? No, like I'm still going to do it. So I think the more that you become self-aware and also you accept what and who you are, it's going to be a lot easier for you to make changes in the right direction because you're willing to admit that sometimes you suck at things, right? Like as soon as something comes up, like getting sick or like going to an event, if you always fall off your workout plan because you think it has to be perfect, 
It's like, don't you think that's something that you should work on? You know what I mean? Like, isn't that something that needs to be improved? Because realistically, every time you get sick, then you're just going to fall off your workout plan. Is that what you want? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Or like if you go on or you go away for a holiday or you go to an event or something that like allows you to not, you know, follow this piece of paper comes up. It's like you're then off track and like you're disappointed in yourself and you can never see results. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. Like that's going to happen like every weekend. So like you're never going to be able to follow anything. It doesn't make any sense. So the way that I look at it, guys, is like you need to have a protocol for things and understand that like there's going to be different phases that you don't always have control over. But as soon as you understand that and then you also start making like protocols or like adjustments around it, like when I get sick, I do X, Y, and Z. When I go to a social event, I do X, Y, and Z. I am choosing to drink X, Y, and Z, like however much, right? It's going to be a lot easier for you to come out of it because you're going to understand what you're getting into because you've, you've already made it in your head what you're going to do. Now, if you guys also are setting unrealistic expectations, like I'm going to get sick and, and then I'm going to like follow my workout plan to a T and my like, you know, my food plan. Yeah, like you're setting yourself up for disappointment. It's kind of like if you're like, yeah, I normally drink like, you know, 15 drinks when I go out to parties and I'm going to be sober for the rest of my life. Like, honestly, maybe one or two of you guys will be able to do it. But most of you guys are going to have a really freaking hard time with that. Like, it's going to be really hard. And then every time you have even one drink, you're going to feel like you fell off the wagon. But it's just because your expectations were so freaking high and like so unrealistic that there's no way that you realistically like could do that because history has shown that you normally drink. So it's like, why don't you just reduce it to like five? instead of having like 15. And then, you know, after you have five, cool. So maybe we can reduce it to three. And like, it might take longer than like each party. Like for me to reduce drinking guys, it took me like probably six months to like maybe a year to actually like drop it down, like to drop it down, like from like, I don't know, five to 10 drinks to like four. Like it took me a long time. So the thing is, is like understanding that it's going to be a process and it's going to take time, but like giving yourself the freedom to have that time. And like, if you mess up, or like if you drink like a whole bunch, or like if you get really sick, and then you don't go back to your workout plan, right? It's understanding like that doesn't mean that that's like who you are as a person. That just means like that is what happened. So if you look at things for what they are, and not worse or better than they are, then you can really like push forward a lot faster. But if every time you guys are getting sick, you're like, Oh, well, you know, I like really, I can't work out and I can't eat healthy. Well, guess what also helps you not get sick as often? working out and eating healthy. You know what I mean? Like this is the first time I've actually been sick in a really long time, probably since my COVID shot about a year or two years ago. Like the actual shot got me sick. I don't know why I just my immune system or whatever, but I haven't actually been sick since then. And honestly, it's just because within a five day period, I was up for 24 hours straight for two of those days. So when I flew to Kelowna, I was up for almost 24 hours straight, actually even more. And then when I flew back from Kelowna, I was up for 24 hours straight. And so my immune system was absolutely shot. Like I was so tired and I felt like shit and I like couldn't sleep and it was awful. And then I got sick, right? So like understanding that like there's going to be certain situations like that, but otherwise like I really haven't been sick and it's because I get my food in, I get my workouts in, I make sure that I'm taking care of myself, my digestion's in a good spot. You know what I mean? So the things that you're like, oh, like I can't work out, I can't eat healthy because I'm sick or after I'm sick, it should be a very good motivator to like actually work out and eat healthy because you don't want to be sick as often. And especially if you have like young kids and things like that who are always coming home when they're sick because they went to school and whatever, it's like even better reason, right? Like you still want to keep your immune system up. You still care about your health. You still care about whatever. 
Because like, guys, as soon as you get sick, you immediately want your health back. You don't really, like sure you might care still about weight loss, but you normally just want your health back first. So just remember that like as much as weight loss is important, it's like as soon as you get sick, the only thing that you want is to not be sick, right? So if you have that perspective and you have the health first approach, it's going to be a lot easier to make decisions because it's based on your health. It's based on how you feel, your energy, your digestion, you know, longevity, as opposed to just like losing a pound or two. And then those tend to go hand in hand. Because again, if you start eating more nutrient dense foods, you start moving a little bit more, you tend to notice that your calories on average, like are a little bit lower because you like are eating nutrient dense foods, which is way more satisfying. But then you also are moving more, which is also going to help create that energy balance. So just something to think about. I hope you guys are having the best day ever. I hope you're feeling better. I'm starting to feel better. I feel like I'm about to cough right as I say that. But there's a few of you guys I know who are like feeling pretty sick. So I thought this would help. And I hope you have the best day ever. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mouse Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.